0: Bienvenidos and welcome a Positas. Mommy never told me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up, porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos.
1: Yes. Straight like
0: that. <laughs> Ay dios mio. Anyway. I love it. Anyway
1: today we're gonna be talking about a very what i found to be interesting topic because i guess it has so many things that you could call it Mm. to me it's just some racist ass bullshit but you know of course like everything like latina Latine, latinx everything is given a terminology that is now acceptable by various parties because we Mm -hmm. live in a in my opinion day and time where everyone has to feel accepted and like who they are is okay and everyone gets a trophy and a ribbon and I have my own personal opinions about that but whatever yeah is she <laughs> hey!
0: let's cleanse the space <laughs> let's cleanse the space with this racist shit <laughs>
1: ready so before we get on this uh, podcast d's like oh i got a prop for your ass and i said oh she i was like what is this she's like no i'm not gonna tell you so if you guys aren't watching d just busted out the biggest sage roll i think i've ever seen
0: Actually, I, I, well there was a bigger one
1: it's a, it's a good size
0: there was a big one, and I was like, "Let me get the small one," which is something I would never say. Let me get the this- <laughs> let me get the small one, right? So we yes, have sage you better burn space. That
1: page. And I'm so thankful Lola's not barking at the sage <laughs> because she's definitely like, like, "What is going on?" And what's that smell? But thank you for cleansing the space for this very. Interesting topic that we are going to call code switching. Mm. So Cositas Mommy Never Told Me, for those of you who are just tuning in, is a podcast that was born out of various conversations that Diana and I have had with each other. Or we just kind of realized these are conversations that we've had with people. And that especially women, brown women, Latina women, are really kind of like what's happening in your head is happening in a lot of other people's heads. It's just, these conversations aren't being had. And then it brought us to think about the fact that would it have made a difference if our moms, of course, all these topics vary, but would it have made a difference if our moms would have had these conversations with us? Like, is there anywhere that, any way that you can properly prepare for these things in life that seem to take over, um, in whatever relationships, whether it's sexual relationships, friendships, workplaceships, whatever. So we think that, and I think that, and I had spoken to, I know I have a good friend, Ileana, who's a senior person at LinkedIn. I have a bunch of other girlfriends who, before we really started to decide on the topics that we would discuss, especially season one of this podcast, it's crazy how all the people that I reached out to, Nancy, Ileana, Eva, like were the same. And all I said was, as a Latina, if you could think about things that you wish your mom would have spoken to you about, and it's not like we love our moms, we're not blaming moms, whatever. It's more like, if, damn, if I could have been prepared for this, if I could have just known that this existed, if I could have known that I need to work harder, be smarter, be faster, be more professional, be more polished, then at least I wouldn't have been so blindsided when I walked into my first workplace meeting and felt out of place, for example. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about code switching. And I wanted to start with what code switching is. It's absolutely one of these words that it's like, what is that? You know, like Mm -hmm. now there's so many different types of words, as I mentioned, Latine, Latinx, whatever. I am not well versed in them. I will never lie and tell you I am. But what is code switching? So code switching in its its birth started as basically saying it was based on language and and being able, kind of what we call Spanglish, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like where you're in a place and you speak in English and then it comes out in Spanish. So that would be code switching. But Mm -hmm. of course, as 2022, as we go into 2023, and as people become more aware, as people become more intentional, as people become more... I don't want to use the word sensitive, but more, um, let's just say aware of their surroundings and who's around and what other people are feeling code switching has really evolved into being you not being able to be yourself in an environment. So code switching is the ways in which a member of an underrepresented group consciously or unconsciously adjusts their language, syntax, grammatical structure, behavior, and appearance. To fit into the dominant culture, which, if we're just calling it what it is, call it one hundred, it's basically for me as a brown woman anything I have to do to assimilate as a well-spoken white woman in a professional space,
0: or in any type of space.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Because it could always it could also be for anybody that. Maybe like from down south, or I'm not gonna say African American because I've heard white people talk about I'm a I'm finna to go I'm finna right I'm finna I'm finna, I'm, finna, finna I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm finna be uh I'm finna get to school on time when it, that really means I'm going to get to school on time right so just uh, alternating between two languages alternating between two dialects alternating between two forms of conversations you know just to be able to fit in right so one of the things that sticks out to me with this is that for most of my life, I've worked in corporate America and usually I didn't have call ID, right? Cause you know, I'm in my forties. So back in the day, it wasn't no call ID. So you would pick up the phone and be like, let's make up a company, ABC. All right. ABC, a- ABC corporation. Hello. This is ABC Corporation and this is Diana. How can I help you? So then on the other end is my girlfriend talking about bitch. (laughs) And then I got to switch it up like, hey, girl, what's up? You know what I'm saying? But I can't pick up the phone like, hey, girl, what's up? This is Diana. Like, I can't pick up the phone. So that was, you know, code switching. Or there was a time where there was like 15 of us in a corner, in a corner side office and, you know, cubicles and everything. And out of the 15, 12 of us were uh, African American, black and Spanish. So when I got over there, I was like, (laughs) does the company know that this many of us is in this corner? That was my first question. (laughs) But the second question was like, okay. Like everybody was talking, but it was funny to see how when someone that was Caucasian or someone that was upper management came into the space Mm-hmm. everyone automatically cause <laughs> it was like a it was like a pop, pop. yeah mm-hmm. and if the front person the cubicle and the front person she, she would get up to give like everybody the heads up <laughs> it was is so it, crazy like, it's Boo! the equivalent of the <laughs> get on my head I'm gonna charge you rent it is the equivalent of when you in the hood and they go <laughs> the equivalent exactly the equivalent but i mean and i know that you've probably worked in these spaces too and not to say that corporate america which is mainly uh, caucasian i mean i love my caucasian people but the energy is different the energy is different like i worked in a mayor's office where it was basically puerto rican and black it was a ratchet experience (laughs) to say nonetheless there there was some some ratchet aspects there was a lot of people that were trying to act professional but they weren't Mm -hmm, really professional mm -hmm. (laughs) they were trying to act professional (laughs) but the energy was palpable like you could you could feel it you came in like it was and it's different it's button you know when you go into corporate america usually it's buttoned up there's a certain type of way that you got to talk there's a certain type of way you got to wear your hair You know, and I know the last five years of my job, I I always bend the rules a little bit and people are always trying to see what I'm wearing or what, you know, because Diana don't wear corporate clothes. I'm like, well, I do. It's it's business casual. It's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not wearing a suit. Like I'm not wearing slacks and a blazer. Like that's not me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If I can wear a flowy caftan, I'm going to wear a flowy caftan with knee boots and and a skirt. Like leave me alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know with this all inclusive diversity situation do they really want the diversity right. and yeah you know i'm saying so right.
1: so so just talking about code switching in a professional environment so for me i started my first job was at Sean John which is a black owned company so it was i didn't really deal with not being able to be my authentic self at all it mm-hmm. was very much like um Everyone was brown. Puff is brown. Like everyone is there to, it it was a different time as well, but everyone was there to like help the black man win. Like we just all happy that we could work for a company where we're representing a brown black person and everybody's hungry. Everybody came out of college. Everybody's like hustling, figuring it out. It's like, I call it boot camp. but I quickly learned even there because I used to oversee all the marketing when I had to talk to whether it was like L magazine or Vogue or whatever, it was like, I mean, for me, I think it was, is natural just from, I don't know, college and traveling abroad at a young age and living in London when I was younger. But I knew, and I went into like autopilot when I had to meet with a public, with a salesperson at a publication where you just like turn it off. You know, mm-hmm. We're not like, yo, 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 yo. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hi, how are you, Katie? Like, great, absolutely. We're looking for a right-hand page, first 21 pages. Absolutely, September issue. Blah, blah, blah. We know it's a huge deal. It's a new campaign. You know, like, even the way you're describing the campaign, like, if I'm talking to Puff and I'm going over the three the three concepts that we're pitching for the campaign, I'm like, so this is giving you sexy, this is giving you fly. Like, you're you're more in your authentic self, your tone, your voice, your mannerisms, your hands. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I professionally, and I've dealt, and I'll share very candidly the things that have been said to me I've dealt. I had a lawsuit with one of my previous employers. Like it's real where even at times when you do code switch and you don't live in your authentic voice, simply the way you appear so when I left Sean John and I would inter first of all, when I left, I was poached essentially. I didn't even have to interview at this company. I was I was like ready to go. I was tired. I had been there four and a half years or whatever. It was a very white company. They own various brands and I was coming in to oversee like twelve of them. But once, so this lady is like on me, on me, on me. And I'm like, oh, she got my name through Teen Vogue at the time, the salesperson. I say all this to say she's white. The whole team is white. I meet her. She loves me, whatever. Probably one or two months in, it became this very much like, this is just not the vibe. And mind you, I'm literally not even being myself. I'm Mm-hmm. absolutely very much like hi yes absolutely the, the tone is different the words you use are different mm-hmm. i believe that at the time it comes from a space of knowing that to be urban is unprofessional
0: mm.
1: and to me the biggest thing is it has nothing to do with intelligence intellect knowledge Work ethic. It, it it it's almost like from what I've experienced and from what I know people have experienced. You as as and it's something to be said about first impressions. So the minute you walk in and you have hoop earrings on and a red lip or a top knot bun like or name play or you you know like all these things that are categorized as urban, it's like it's it's automatically seen as dumb mm-hmm. as you don't, this person can't possibly know. Like I have had throughout my career, people tell me our customer doesn't wear hoop earrings like Roxy. I have had closing deal worth $10 million. And the man shakes my hand and says, you know, I'm really surprised at how well-versed you were throughout this deal. Like this is, this Mm -hmm. is like very much. And then for me, what people don't know is that, when I left Sean John and I went to this other company and I left that company and then I really started like interviewing a more, I don't, I guess in fashion it would be corporate. Like when I went to Nike and Kohan and all these other companies that are more, I guess established. Cause Sean John is a real company. Like people can mm-hmm. think whatever they want, but this mm-hmm. is like a real company. Puff just became a, a billionaire this year official um, with all his ventures, but nonetheless, As I started to see how I was being seen myself, I would then go to interviews with my hair in a slick back bun, never curly, with a muted lip. I wouldn't even have my nails painted. I would wear a stud. I put on fake glasses. Like, I literally had this like mo that automatically started i kind of crafted because i knew i had to code switch to even just get in the door after the interview it was like Mm -hmm. it it didn't matter what my my resume said it didn't matter what my interview was and then to top it off in the interview i'm very much thinking about how i'm speaking and what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's fucking exhausting
0: Mm-hmm. Exhausting. Yeah.
1: But the interesting in, thing is that when we decided to talk about this topic, it was so many things that came up and it was like code switching is when you essentially hide yourself, when you change who you are, when you're not your authentic voice, when who you are naturally see, comes off, is mm-hmm. perceived as unprofessional, un, 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 unpalatable, which is essentially when nobody, you can't even stand like, like the taste of of a person just based off of how they look or how they speak. Mm-hmm. And speaking to my girlfriend who at, is at LinkedIn who has an amazing um, newsletter that she's come out with, which I will link in the comments. It's happened. It happens across the board. But for me, this code switching thing, the word is new. Cause for me, I always thought it was just some racist ass, Shit that we had to deal with. Now Mm -hmm. I feel like it's become more acceptable to come as you are. Like it's almost like it's cool. So the difference is like 20 years ago when I was at Puff, being working with Puff was cool i was always seen as cool it by whomever white black whatever that doesn't mean you were seen as intelligent it's different right like you could have been closing a hundred deals for him and that's so cool it's so cool it's so cool but it didn't mean intelligence now and at the time and as it continues it's gotten worse it's very much like culture vulturing as we know Mm. like
0: a lot of and times, that's been like, happening.
1: urban, urban is uh, or brown people or Latino people are cool. And, they're just cool. They're cool and cool enough to like take from. So Carrie on Texas the City had a nameplate, and it was like the whole to do. And I'm like, bitch, we've been
0: wearing, we've been plates. wearing nameplates, yeah, <laughs> years.
1: <laughs> the Kardashians came out; they were wearing the braids and the it braids, Malaysian. Braids is something that ethnically goes back to Africa, to Caribbean, to textured hair. It actually has to do with the fact that the texture of the hair for the longevity of the hair, the braid, you get what I'm saying? It, it There's mm-hmm. so much history behind it, but it's like cool enough for me to take, but not cool enough for you to come with me, if that makes sense. Right. I kind of like what your what your vibe is. And I want to take pieces of the, the vibe, but I don't want to bring you with me. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like, and I, I am hopeful for Sophie's generation because I feel like what's happened is it's become more mainstream. And it's like- it, we, It's okay so to wear so your much, curls. It's so much work to be done. I also mm-hmm. think it has something to do as personal growth, professional growth. But it's, it's more acceptable now to wear your gold, to wear your hoops, to wear your red lip, to have a time and place to be like, you know what? Actually, what's missing from this is that there's no cool factor, like especially in, in divisions of marketing of branding and mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. of now that this digital space has taken on so many levels. Now even white corporate America is looking for that cool, you know, which was for so long unacceptable and will force you to code switch and not not be who you are.
0: huh. Well, reasons that a lot of people code switch. I want to say that reasons that I code switch is to say something in secret. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. If I want to talk about you. I'll talk about you in English, but sometimes. If you want to say some shit to your counterpart, to your friend or whatever, you're going to say, you're going to say it in you're Spanish. They're like. esto, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and it conveys emotions. It, 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 it It's just a, a lot of different, I mean, code Switch, I mean, it's so crazy. There's a name for it now because I feel like I've been doing it for so long, you know, and.
1: I li- literally, what would we have called it? Like when you turn it on or honestly, when you just become, when you, oh, you got your white voice on
0: oh, or your you corporate do. voice. They call it corporate. corporate. You got your corporate voice on, <laughs> your
1: corporate white voice on. when in reality,
0: that? I think it's part of my identif- identification, right? Like I identify with it. Like, you know, sometimes I even use it to clarify myself. I use it for mm-hmm. clarification, you know, like if you don't understand something, okay, let me say it this way. You probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like I could be talking Spanish to somebody that's Puerto Rican, and I, and they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I gotta say it in English. You know what I'm saying? I just code switch real quick so that so like you said, the Spanish. But, but it's, um, it's
1: funny. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's like what you just said. Phil is always like, if we go somewhere and he sees some someone in Spanish, she'd be like, "Yo, do the bada bada. So it's not only professional; <laughs> it's like in a personal space as well because he feels like right now in California, like my car is getting fixed, and I found this this Mexican guy who's gonna do it. And then as we're walking there, I literally look at myself was like, don't say nothing.
0: Right. I got this. Don't
1: speak. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and Phil in his mind is thinking, well, I'm a man. I don't want them to take advantage of you. Blah, blah, I'm like, nah, my man. I got this. Don't speak. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I'm also a super alpha female. So it's like, I, neg- I can negotiate my own deals. Like, I I know when someone's trying to rip me off. So it's very mm-hmm. different. It's like, I get it. Like, you know how women say, I go to a car dealer and nobody listens to me. but but Nah, I'll be like, my mm-hmm. man, like, what are we doing? What can you do for me? That's not going to work. Blah, blah, blah. But it literally, I go to the guy and. Immediately, I speak to him in Spanish because when we walk in, mind you, it's like you know, like a bunch of cars, some are beat up, some are fixed or whatever. And the energy is like, There's three oily ass men like who fix cars, and they're looking like, What are these people? Mm-hmm. You know. so then I knew immediately to code switch the other way and to mm-hmm. not be so like, I'd be like, and then it's like I spoke to him in Spanish, I was like, O-o-o-o.
0: and it's a form of comfort exactly. automatically. Well, there's well, a former well, com well. the same shit happened to me when i went to san francisco so as soon as i see somebody that's struggling and it does not even matter san francisco puerto rico you know they automatically assume that i'm that i'm african-american right so they they like are trying their hardest to speak in english so like that we can communicate and as soon as i'm talking spanish they're like there's this sense of relief that just comes all over their face their body and they're just like ah. Oh. and not only that like especially if you be like and then they say yeah where, where are you from it's the same shit like if, somebody, if somebody's asian and they say well, i'm mm-hmm. japanese where are you from japan oh what 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 rural part of japan are you from you know so you that automatically that experience becomes experience
1: like similarity. this similarity exactly right it's that like instant similarity identical. and that it's comfort Yeah. right
0: right Which so then it's, just it's like
1: almost pretty sad for like and i hate to say because white is not a culture But it's pretty sad when you don't identify with being Italian or being Greek or being like something besides white because it's like, oh, what do you connect with? It's it's. I mean, I guess in a sense, it could be like when I say I'm, I'm from New York or whatever. People are like, oh, I'm from New York. And then that actually happened this weekend. It's like, oh, yeah, my sister lives in New York. She lives in West West. I'm like, that's not the city. But right. She, the
0: <laughs> she might as well
1: be in Albany, but like, no, I, I'm from the city, actually. And I'm actually from Hartford, moved to New York 22 years ago. But after seven years, you, you're justified to say that you're from New York.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
1: but it 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 works the same, But, like you said, it does it it so it's like once you are able to be your authentic self, it gives that comfort in conversation. It's like an automatic trust situation mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the comfort. But the sad part is that ninety percent of the time in a professional environment, you can't be your necessary authentic voice. Like for me as Sean John, I felt that and that being my first exposure into like my career, it was almost like I was so blindsided. You know, it's like I knew that there's 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 also like appropriate and mm-hmm. inappropriate. That's not what we're mm-hmm. saying. Like code switching is not that. Code switching is not like yo, 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 yo. No. Code switching is a word like That would be so fire. You're in a meeting and you're like, that would be so fire. And for someone to be like, what's fire? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's code switching. It's not like, yo, 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 baby, baby. That would be so fucking dope. That's inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) You get get what I'm saying? Like, let's be clear on what this conversation is. It, It is the, what is it? The inability to be oneself based on your environment, professionally, personally, or
0: whatever. Well, that's what sort of kind of happened to me. I want to say about two weeks ago when we were having some in-office situations and um, they had like all the executives there and they wanted to make sure that, you know, all the people that were below them were doing okay because everybody's working from home, whatever, whatever. And um, I happen to be like really cool with a lot of the executives, you know, that don't manage me. Surprise, surprise! (laughs) (laughs) That don't manage me, right? So then the people that manage me, they get like.
1: Actually, an excellent code switcher. (laughs) She's one of the few people I'm going to let her continue who is able to code switch, but it's like sprinkled with flavor. It's something very unique to watch.
0: You are so crazy. Thank you. So um, one of the executives told both my managers, it was like, you know, Diana's so hilarious. You guys must have a great time with her. Like the stuff she comes up with, the stuff that she just comes out of her mouth. And then they're, they're, they're both looking at each other like, you know, because they're both white, white women. And I love, you know, I think they're cool as hell. But they both look at each other like, no, we don't know that, Diana. And I was looking at the other one like.
1: They're <laughs> like, yo, my man, that's not for public They don't know
0: and they're like, but why? She's like, you should bring your whole self to I was like, Shh. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So then I see other people that sort of kind of like seesaw between mm-hmm. the two worlds. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're very successful at it, but they're at the top of the chain, right? So they can throw out a little slang word here and there. So then their counterparts are like, oh that's cool I can use what does that mean oh maybe I can use it with my kids right whereas if I come in there and say oh that's fire or you know that's you know whatever then then they're like fire in what in what in what respect because fire usually means not good unless you're warming yourself then it is good but what type of fire are we talking about right so you know it was just funny to me how you know I had to sort of kind of just explain to my manager well something comes it just is in my mind it just like clicks, okay. If this person is of this stature, this is the way that I have to carry myself. Now, I have people that are the same as my manager's level. And they call me trouble, or they'll say, "Oh, oh," <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I know that I don't report to them, so you know. So, but it, but it's a, you know, like I said, it's a uh, catch twenty two. Like where I mean, it's where do you it's where a, it's
1: a, it's a for you, it's become a refined skill, but like. It's almost like not to be too deep, but it's almost sad that you even have to put yourself in the mindset where Mm -hmm. you can't necessarily be your full authentic self. Which, by the way, Mm -hmm. your full authentic self is intelligent, strategic, like all these things. You know, like I'm always curious to see, like what would a professional space look like if everyone should be themselves, true? Oh my god! How? how honestly beautiful and dope
0: that's really how you diversify a mm-hmm. professional space by and i mean we don't and we don't and we don't want i mean you know bring your own in itself but if you do cocaine at home don't do it at work we this don't what, mean this <laughs> like, there's and then there's literally inappropriateness okay? Right, right so if you if, like if you're going like We've seen people way, where the
1: whoever you least expect it is the one out here doing cocaine. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, and that's why I bring it up because and I've seen. It. I know. I know what a person that does cocaine look like. Trust me,
1: he look like everybody on the street.
0: They ain't corporate America for sure. But uh <laughs> yo, I, I've gone up to people like when, when I was working in the office, I would go up to people and be like, "Yo, what? You, like those are stripper shoes, be? <laughs> you should not." And if you bend over, you should do a bend over test at home, b. You are the reason why we got the email talking about dress code. Like, let's talk about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't even know how I got there, but <laughs> no, 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 yeah, nah, you but be like, you know, how dope would it be? we yeah. how how dope would it be? You know, you would have people, you would have people. I, I will tell you right now for show, sure, you would have some Dungeon and Dragon people. Okay, you would have some gamers you would have people wearing their tattoos. Cause I know people that wear long sleeves even in the summer. And I'm curious, you know what I'm saying? I always i put on my Oprah hat and I start asking questions, like, why you always got your shirt ball buttoned up it's summer out here. And then they start rolling up. And there's a couple of people that wear their tattoos at work now, but you know, they roll up their sleeve and they're like, Oh, I can't really wear I'm like, Oh, you got that too? Oh, you just became a lot cooler. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So even I, I think even with, you know, there's people that I know that would probably be going in there with some fairy dust. And that crazy as how... Because there's so many witches. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All races, too. Especially white ones. They, they oh, always yeah. want... <laughs> there's all these Salem oh, witches. Oh, but... <laughs> All my but imagine, imagine that. Imagine if you were able to just be yourself, the creativity that that, you know what I'm saying? That's so I just I'm
1: think, saying, like, like, there, first of all, to me, there is what did they, what do they always say? Two heads are better than one, period. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, can you imagine two heads that come together with all of your cultural experiences, everything mm-hmm. that you really, everything know? flowing, energy we and ask, everything? We ask because let's really talk about it. The dopest shit comes from the hood. Mm, you know why? Absolutely. No, absolutely. No BS. The dopest shit comes from the hood because what? Lack of access makes you hustle. It makes you mm-hmm. create it. Forces the ingenuity you.
0: that comes out. Yeah. what I'm
1: saying. It's a given. It's like I've seen access to access where people end up dead. Mm -hmm. And then when you don't have access, period, you end up resourceful. Mm
0: -hmm. There
1: is no coincidence that a lot of these athletes, football, base, basketball, whatever, come come from crazy hustle. Not all of them. A lot of people in tech, a lot of people who have ingenuities come because you have no other choice but to figure it out. You see it all the time in the hood. You need a, a milk crate and a ball mm-hmm. you, yep. you you and you got a core. Mm-hmm. You, that's why things like golf and tennis which by the way we're also starting to dominate but has taken lacrosse, like, lacrosse. <laughs> because guess what it's like those things are skiing is more expensive you need equipment you need access to these places you need all these things so it's 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 it doesn't require not to take away from anyone who's talented in those areas and skilled in every race, in every ethnicity. But we don't in in general, and this is not a stereotype, have access to these things which in turn don't don't let us experience thrive. or perfect them or thrive in them. So what mm-hmm. do you do? You fucking do with what you have. Mm -hmm. So how much creativity am I bringing to the workplace and how much honesty and how much rawness am I bringing to the workplace? If since I was little, I'm out here figuring it out. Right. You know, it's just a very different mindset. And that's when we were talking about this subject, I was like, how dope would it really be if you genuinely were allowed to bring yourself to the table? My girlfriend is a VP at Google. Um, and she, she was telling me that she got on a call and she has a team of about 65 people and she's wanted to shake it up a little bit, whatever. So this is Google. I don't know if you're familiar with Google, anyone listening, but to get into Google is like getting into Harvard. The process to get in is the vetting is intense. So she has a call and she wanted to kind of lighten up the mood and to start the call, she asked people like, all right, so what are you listening to right now? Music wise, what is that song that is like firing you up or like putting you in the zone? And literally she told me she heard crickets and she was like, like what is happening? And then finally someone on the call was like, we weren't prepared for this question and her as an amazing leader is like, well, this is what's wrong. You know, like people are, whether they're code switching or they're not, it's like people are a lot of times acting out of fear in, in professional settings, whether mm-hmm. it's fear to lose your job, fear to be yourself, fear to be the one to say that I fucking listened to Fat Joe all the way up, not the edited version because that shit fires me. You know what I'm saying? Or it, 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 it's, it's, it's like, what if you could show up to a professional space and be like, <laughs> Uzi Vert. O- little Uzi. Little Vert. Little Uzi Vert where rock, he's like, rock, you know that song where he's like, Duh. I
0: just, just want to rock, rock, rock,
1: rock. I don't really know what it says. Eddie, Eddie rock, rock, rock. And it probably is taking <laughs> women's rights back 150,000 years. But No,
0: it's not. It's not. I don't know. Not. But
1: that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, how do yeah. you see your workplace if you were like, Yo, but that, but see, but at, at the, the same like, time, personal now, personally, she's so dope. But here, I'll be but like, but your
0: oh. friend is a good, it's your friend is a great leader to be able to do that for them now.
1: Exactly. All these other how companies, many has, how many do many they companies really
0: want people's authentic selves? selves? Probably not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Because
1: I want to hope that that's changing because. If yeah. you notice what COVID has done is companies who have stayed in the stone age and continue to be dinosaurs Oh, they got I, to come out
0: shake. Yeah, they're shaking it up. They
1: they they're, they're figuring they're it They're
0: shaking out. It, like, it up.
1: They, even in the Super Bowl, if you watch um if you watch advertising or marketing that really pops off, it's always the one that is urbanly and culturally and like what's happening? What's the tone? Um of- You know what I don't like though?
0: You know what I don't like? We'll keep it real. Uh, Every time there's like Hispanic Heritage Month.
1: No, 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 no. no.
0: (laughs) Every time there's Hispanic Heritage Month, every time there's African American month, and anything like that, the commercials be real heavy with the African Americans on, you know, buying cars and all this stuff. Or, you know, why not do that? Have y'all seen Bad Bunny numbers? Have y'all seen Bad Bunny numbers? Okay, if y'all don't capitalize on this Hispanic wave that's going on right now, okay, and I ain't even looking at the screen; I'm looking at this mic, and I'm leaning into the shit because have y'all seen Bad Bunny numbers?
1: Actually, he just got um, (laughs) quarter billion or something just just on the the road as the highest. I'm looking for grossing
0: highest grossing.
1: Bitch, ready? (laughs) A box. Elton John, Elton John, legend. legend. Above, he's number one. Above Ed above Sharon. Sharon. above uh, Coldplay, above, Coldplay. Mm. above Billy Joel. Joel. Like these are iconic white
0: acts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I get you. That's stay touring. That's stay touring. Stay touring. What's happening? And that's a beautiful, actually him doing this is a beautiful thing. And if you're in the, in, in, in the business space period, and you're ignoring what's happening, you're going to get left behind.
0: Uh Period. Because the consumer, the Latin consumer, the Latino, Hispanic consumer has spoken. (laughs) And if you're still saying who is Bad Bunny, you are the one that's going to be left.
1: 2022, I think I went to six Bad Bunny concerts. Okay? All sold out. Two in stadiums. Sold out to the top. And when I tell you, I looked around and all I could see is motherfuckers who were like, if I don't eat Anything but ramen for a month. I'ma I'm gonna get these. I'm gonna. I may pay my rent late this month,
0: but I'm gonna get these tickets. <laughs> but I
1: looked up my rent, and legally they can't kick me out for like another two. But I'm gonna get me these tickets. Bad Bunny mm-hmm. tickets. We're going five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars regular. And when I tell you, as D knows, the floor was
0: packed, and All it inside. was. Uh, ages.
1: What he hasn't done is code switch, which is a perfect example of like, there's something to be said about the time. And there's something to be said about people being tired of not being able to be their authentic selves. There's actually an right. interview where he says he takes, he's not most- going
0: to do it in English no.
1: one. And two, he takes the most pride in the fact that he has achieved all this without having to do anything in English and without never representing the little tiny island he's from. And and that in itself speaks volumes. He's from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. His fan base is global from all over the world. And then the Latino fan base is Mexican, Ecuadorian, Dominican, Cuban. Like, it, it, it doesn't even Spain. matter. Spain. You're not <laughs> So what's happening yes we're talking about code switching which 20 years ago which to me there, there was even a word for it it's some racist bullshit discrimination was the word discrimination mm-hmm. is what it was that i dealt with starting in my career when we're speaking of professionally and now it's called code switching when essentially it's basically a form of discrimination that doesn't allow you to be yourself mm-hmm. period
0: When somebody told me one time and and it was not at the company that I'm at now, but it was at a company that I worked at as corporate and they said, you can't talk Spanish here. I said, oh, really? I I went and looked it up. First of all, hold on. (laughs) I went and looked it up. And gave her the fucking tea. And then I said, and by the way, if I ever need to say something in English about if I ever need to say anything about you, I will say it in English. Okay. All right. And second, wash your hands when you're in the fucking bathroom, nasty ass. (laughs) I almost got in trouble for that. But I think because of the fact that she said that The Spanish that was me defending So it, it was a wash But you know Yo, but her but saying I, oh, oh How God. do you know that I wash my hands bitch Because we go to the bathroom at the same time And you be in the bathroom long as fuck And you come out and you don't wash your hands But then you want to offer brownies bitch Stop being nasty And then you want to tell me
1: not to speak in Spanish Why? Right but
0: you ain't washing your hands nasty ass You're Nasty ass <laughs> Anyways <laughs> Ready?
1: I'm at the Four Seasons last week. I'm at the Four Seasons here in Beverly Hills. They have a little outdoor restaurant. It's me and my two girlfriends. One of them is a huge producer. The other one, is. it doesn't matter who they are. Two black women. No one else. It's, it's 6.30. We're going to go to dinner at 7 in another place. No one else is there. It's an outdoor space. So it's an outdoor space. And then you walk into the restaurant, right? We're talking, kicking, and laughing. When I tell you, we're not even being loud, but we're being our natural like, conversational self, one. And two, there's no one else around. Not that I respectfully would say it would make a difference in the tone of our conversation, but that's uh, to be addressed. This older white man walks in. Do you know what he does? Literally. He he walks in to walk into the restaurant. He's not even eating outside. This man goes... Yo. <laughs> there's... First of all, there's so much to unpack, uh, unpack in that act alone. First of all, the entitlement... That he felt was crazy. Mm. Second of all, if we were other people, we would have forced ourselves to cold switch and automatically humbled ourselves to the white man who was telling us to hush. And third, you're literally walking into a space without observing the environment, but feeling entitled to tell us to hush. Would you have said that to a group of white women? Probably not. Probably My not. Point, My point. So thank God I'm with this group of women. We literally laughed at him and started speaking even louder. But I say that to say it even happens in personal spaces. Easily, that shit could have gone two directions. It could have gone, you know what? We are in a really nice restaurant. We're just having a drink before dinner. We're so sorry to interrupt your night, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, absolutely not absolutely not. We're not going to take the fucking traumas and the chains that we've been put onto us in the professional environment. And now where I'm coming here to spend my hard earned money. So what we're not worthy to be at the four seasons at the nice restaurant that you're coming to. And now you're telling us to hush. And would you have said that to someone? It's it's, it all transfers in the same way. It's Mm. like, how are you choosing to do it? First of all, I mean, it got a, a little more, funner than that but i won't describe it because
0: <laughs> you know, this is not, i could just this is not imagine but
1: <laughs> if there is code this whole code switching thing is like i want everyone to think about like oh fuck you know what i actually do that way more often than i thought i do it like when i when i go to my daughter's school like mm-hmm. sophie goes to a to a montessori school there's a lot of like writers it's very la actors like famous people producers whatever and i and i just had her i just was thanksgiving coordinator and the funny thing is what i will not do is not be who i am authentically in any area of my life but i feel like the rocio of eight years ago ten nine years ago probably would have Mm. and not to toot my own horn, but it's like the feedback I got from the event or from the moms It's like, oh, my God, you're so cool. It's so great. Like people felt I could feel like no matter what the race, like they could breathe like it was like, oh, this is actually a really cool, dope little setup in this event. And there's like no there's like no pretentiousness to it. And I feel mm. like. It's because it's like whoever's leading the charge. It's like whether it's, it's right. this plant or whether you're a CEO of the company, whoever's leading the charge, if you have that energy where you're like, nah, you come as you are, like we doing what we do. Like people were coming in and I was like, uh, grab the garbage bags, blah, blah, blah. Yup. Hot, dope. Da, da. It's like, I just, I just don't do it anymore. But I really thought that this was a topic that we should discuss because I know that so many people either do it or are forced to do it because- mm-hmm what, 85, 90% of work environments are not in a place where you can actually show up as your authentic self.
0: Absolutely. So fucking crazy. So deep too. Fuck.
1: So (sighs) I wanted to touch upon what I did find that why people code switch. And then if any of these things pop out to you, Z, I want you to talk about them. So it's like, why do people code switch? So fear of conforming stereotypes Basically, to av- to avoid people being like, oh, psh, all Latinos are like that. All Puerto Ricans are like that. So the thought is that you you code switch so that you're almost like defending your own. But really, you're becoming unauthentic in the space so that you aren't perceived as what you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then it's like to achieve a specific result, basically to fit in. You just want to fit in. Mm-hmm. You just want shit to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um you can't help it. It's how you're programmed, which I feel like
0: it happens naturally.
1: Yeah. It's like, I like when you answer the phone and you're like, hi, uh, thanks for calling, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know? Um, and then the fourth one, it (laughs) expresses something that can't be said any other way, which Uh you kind of touched upon. You were like, if I got to say something to you, I'm going to say it to you. (laughs)
0: I'm gonna tell you nasty ass in English. And I may use some slang, nasty ass. Nasty
1: ass.
0: Lavate la mano, coño.
1: Do you ever feel like in a personal space you've had
0: to code switch? In a personal space? Mm -hmm. I hate when people tell me not to act ratchet or not to be myself. Mm -hmm. And we had to be like, shh. Or calm down. I you like the man. Oh, I'm gonna and need I you to relax.
1: You he, he, it wasn't even that he was. Do like, you not know me? You guys mind <laughs> quieting down. This man went.
0: How old was he? Was he like 80? Oh,
1: oh like 85. Old as hell. And wealthy as shit. I could just smell I'm the money sure. coming off of him. I'm
0: sure. I'm but sure.
1: The entitlement and in the. In the...
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my God! I'm like, I'm so of all sorry.
1: of all crews, this is not the crew. Like you got the wrong crew. I mean, and it, it got a little it's escalated, um, but it de escalated quickly. Um, but do you feel like in a personal environment you've had to code switch?
0: Um, in a personal environment, I want to say like when it's at home or anything like that. If anybody ever tries to do that, I fucking check them immediately Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i don't think like i ever have to code switch um there has been some instances in the past i want to say maybe when law enforcement was around or um like if there was something going on and you know when i was growing up you know you automatically have to put yourself in some sort of Professional, you know, so like that. You're not the one that's like, because I don't know if you ever noticed, like growing up, the people on TV were the most ratchet ones. They would interview the most ratchet person. Well,
1: that's part of in the, the audience. Way, like people code switch. So, so depending
0: on you whatever, you whatever the accident
1: validate stereotypes, because right, through the media, brown exactly people, Latinos are always seen. Latinos are always seen as big, big brass, and that still happens on Univision and Telemundo. Like for mm-hmm. you to be a newscaster.
0: You oh yeah, have you her, have to have the whole package. Ten thousand everything, everything the gotta him, be beautiful. The
1: the waist.
0: Mm-hmm. On so,
1: um, the shows, it's like the rigidity, or uh, like like it, is it, is so that's the perception that's been portrayed out there for eons. So that's one of the reasons that they're like people culture because I don't want to be seen as that,
0: right? Which is fucking sad. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't, you know, besides that, like, you know, just growing up and having to, you know, speak to police officers because they're hemming up the whole neighborhood. But other than that, like, usually I don't, I don't see myself co-switching um, the way my personality is. I like to bring, you know, like laughter and I feel like I, I have good energy. So usually people just, they're, they're right with me. They're like, Oh, I'm all about it. Like I could be at a store. I'm like, Oh, oh. they're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but you know, like I said at the, at the top of this, my sister might be a little embarrassed sometimes, sometimes my, my daughter. And I'm like, well, I mean, y'all you know who I am. So i'm not gonna change or conform so so yeah i don't i don't think i have that much of an issue um you know and i and i do it to myself like i said when i um when i when i do like talk to my my managers and stuff i try to you know at work i i I do do it for myself now that they're expecting me to do it because i've been with them long enough that i could probably be myself and they would be okay with it but I just, you know, there's just something in the brain that clicks like and your program, you're like, mm, you're ready. yeah, you're programmed to, mm-hmm. yeah. But in my personal life, thank goodness I, I, I haven't had to do that. I think that, um, being my full authentic self usually gets me, you know, in restaurants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so, you know, not an issue. So do you, do
1: you know, do you have any friends that you feel like, damn, why now that we're more well-versed in the term code switching, do you, feel friends? Like you have any friends? Yeah.
0: That code switch?
1: People, you know, uh,
0: not, not people that I would call my friends. Cause that's, that's like friends is like a. Friends means a lot to me, but I mean people that I people very, that I know. Smart,
1: intimate group of
0: people. Yeah, very small intimate group. But people that I know, yes, and I and I, you know, I don't have an issue saying why the fuck you do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yo, why are you, why? What's going on? Who's here? Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know, like and and that happens a lot in dating. You know mm-hmm. where they're putting like their mm-hmm. this fake self out. You know to, to, to get like these first three or four honeymoon stage, you know, you're not putting your whole self out and then you start fucking acting crazy and shit. And they're like, Oh shit, this is your whole self. Red flag, red flag. But, um, you know, I've, I've seen people be so, so confident. They'd be so confident and so funny and so this and this and that. And then, you know, a BDE comes in or a good looking guy or whatever comes in. And this person becomes like all this mush and oh my God. And they can hardly talk. And the guy's talking to them and they can, I'm like, the fuck happened? Why are you conforming? Because of this dude, you was just talking to ugly home and your personality was on full shine, but he fine. And your personality changed. Why? That's a you should be the same with everybody.
1: With you should Satan. be the same. Right, you,
0: you should be the same with everybody. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how the person look, because at the end of the day, you need to be your full, authentic Which, self. Don't by be the fake.
1: Code twitching in the dating is the last place you want to do it because of what you just said. Like,
0: yeah, but the, a lot of people, people do of it.
1: It's like,
0: that oh, shit. Wait a and minute. then so that oh, macara becomes, that macara and macara means mass, but that mass becomes so heavy because now you're like, fuck, a lie after lie. Like, I, I've seen people, I swear, like, I've, I've seen people. And, you know, I'm married, but I'm never like not myself, you know? So I, I, I can reference a time when there was a, a, a group of guys that came in a bar and automatically, you know, these motherfuckers ain't not from the area. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, who are these So, you know, cause again, I'm married, not blind. So, you know, they came in and I'm, and I'm automatically telling my single girls, like, y'all better get on this. Like, what's going on? Right. But they were all like shook. And I'm like, but why y'all shook? Just be yourself, you know. So, yeah, ha ha, laughing, laughing. Come to find out, a couple of the guys were married, and they they were married to people that I knew. So it was just like, oh shit, this is cool, whatever. whatever, Talking about baseball, blah blah blah. But then they come to me and they're like, well, how can you like be so comfortable? You've always had like this comfort, and I was like, because I'm myself. Mm-hmm. It don't matter who's around. Like it could be like the most biggest like. like I'm gonna tell you right now, the the only person that would, could probably have me like shook shook shooketh, shook it shook. Would be like a Mark Anthony, or or like a Jay Z. I
1: thought you anybody else? else. I swear anybody else. Mark Anthony.
0: I said she about to say Jay Z. I'm about to say Jay Z. You already know. You already know Jay Z. But I, but it, it would be like a. It, it would be like for a certain amount of for both. It would be for like a certain amount of minutes, and then I'm gonna be like. Oh, shit, I'm fucking amazing. Let me show them how amazing I am. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even... It would be just like that starstruck because just because I hold Mark Anthony, no matter what the hell he's done in his dating career, his dating shit or whatever the fuck else, I hold him as one of the highest rated Puerto Ricans, like... He's up there, and he could sing his ass off, and he's talented, and he's done so much for his for his people. Blah 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 blah. Jay Z, the same shit. I've been through so many fucking situations. I've I've done so many different things, and his music has has brought me up through childhood all the way up to now. So you know what I'm saying? Those are the people that I'll be like, oh shit. But other than that, fuck that. It don't matter. Like in my personal life, nah. It don't matter who you are. I have this level of comfort where I treat everybody the same, from the top down. Like you could be you cleaning think, toilets, so you, you could be whatever. Do you think
1: coaching has to do with self confidence?
0: Um, self confidence. Or no, I don't think. Maybe a little bit.
1: Maybe more maybe, maybe a little bit.
0: Maybe more environmental. Maybe more environmental because yeah, some people do it just to do it. Some people that's all they do. They out here just fucking perpetrating a lie. They out here like, I got a code switching for every fucking thing they do in their life. (laughs) For everything they do in their life. So, I don't know. I mean.
1: I just feel like, getting back to the name of this podcast, I feel like my mom has gone through so many situations where she had to code switch. And I feel like, if she would have had the conversation with me, probably more honestly about what she dealt with in her work environments, which on several occasions led to, which on one big occasion led to her being fired in a public, on a, a kind of on a public platform. Um, but I was too young to really understand. But I feel like if the conversation would have been had about the fact that as a Latina, you need to, You know, wear different hats and be sharper and stronger and, you know, sometimes present yourself in a different way. I think I would have been more prepared. Like I was really traumatized um, professionally after Sean John for a little while, you know, like probably for a good five, six years. I dealt with um, the commentary about hoops, about my lips. I'll never forget one day um, I wore my hair blow dried. And I had had this comment made to me younger by a Latina boss when I was in college. But then I had my hair blow dried and the white man who was the CEO was like, oh, wow, you should blow dry. You should, you should straighten your hair more often. It's so much more, it's, it, he said, it's not so intimidating. And mm. I was like 25, 26. I couldn't really understand that that's a form of discrimination. 120%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I would have had more of a conversation, now I have these conversations with friends and really understand that this, you're not alone in any of this. But I, I feel like it could have been, you could have semi been prepared for the real world if these conversations are had. You know, it's like, it's just the truth of the matter is not only as women, but as brown women, we go into. All spaces and environments with carrying different weight. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's something to be said about knowing that the shit exists and that when it exists, you're not alone in it. And a lot of times it's not personal. It comes from a place of um, intimidation and ignorance. And really the unknown always leads people to be scared and ignorant. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Um, But I feel like we can cooking on practice for hours nonetheless anything any closing words diana w- w- would you like to tell closing our words
0: family um i would tell them to just take a look at yourself when you're doing that code switching why are you doing it you know take note as to why you're doing the code switching for whom this code switching is happening especially if it's in your personal life because if you can't be your authentic self around the people that are in your space then i don't know (laughs) they shouldn't be i mean yeah you should you should be able to be your your total authentic self whether it's silly goofy if you're the opposite if you're serious and you're acting goofy to make sure you keep friends then shit if you want to be serious and play dungeons and dragons do your thing shit find yourself some dungeons and dragon people like you know I, i i find that a lot of people are always just trying to you know keep friends or associates Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. or or smoke the weed and 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 drink the honey you know what i'm saying and they don't really want to but they feel like that's a because i'm gonna tell you when i stopped smoking weed a long time ago i lost a lot of friends so that made me just think sit and think like okay i was probably the one that was bringing the weed and okay (laughs) these motherfuckers these motherfuckers ain't shit but um so yeah just try to take note and and see why you're doing the code switching. I know that sometimes code switching is a, is a form of um survival, and that you have to do it. And you know if you have to be like, yes, officer, sh- your hands are out. Yes, officer. That's survival right there. So if you got a code switch to make sure you stay alive, that's you got to do it. But um, in your personal life, like around your friends, your family, if you feel like like why am I doing this? Like take note of that. And why? Like, why? Just why are you doing it? Then mm-hmm. I don't feel you have to. If you're an amazing human and you're out here doing what you're supposed to be doing, find you some people that accept you for you. So that would be my closing thought. I love it. Fuck everybody. I'd love
1: to hear, um, as always, your your comments and your stories on code switching environments you've been in or are currently in. And um, let's talk about it. Code switching is some shit. And by the way, it's just another word for fucked up discrimination. Racata. And my new prop today.
0: The tea. What does the what does the glass? Hefa. Make Hefa moves. Okay, got it. Diablo. Just kidding.
1: Bye y'all. Bye. Gracias for listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!